cleanup hitter. Cookie Rojas in right field, hitting number five. Tony Taylor at second base, batting six. Bobby Wine, the shortstop, will hit seventh. Draft Karani is the catcher, batting eighth. And Ray Culp, the pitcher, will hit ninth. For the New York Mets, Johnny Lewis will be in right field, batting leadoff. Ron Hunt playing second base, hitting second. Ed Cranebull at first base, batting third. Jim Hickman in center field, batting cleanup. Johnny Stevenson behind the plate, hitting number five. Ron Swoboda in left field, batting sixth. Kevin Collins at third base, hitting seventh. Bud Harrelson at shortstop, hitting eighth. And on the mound, batting ninth, Al Jackson. Adolfo Phillips, batting at 241, is the leadoff batter. And here's the first pitch of the day. A breaking ball by Jackson that's in the strike zone. A number of the players just barely made it to the ballpark today in time to get in uniform due to the tremendous crowd attending the World's Fair this afternoon and the ensuing traffic. Here's the pitch on the way. Knee-high strike on the outside corner. A two-strike count on Adolfo Phillips. will probably be, without a doubt, the single biggest day in the two-year history of the World's Fair. Now the two-strength delivery, foul ball, black back up toward the crowd and out of play. Our broadcasting colleague, Lindsey Nelson, who flew back from Seattle where he was doing a college football game yesterday, locked in the traffic and he really had to scramble to make it. Two-strike delivery. Breaking ball down in the dirt. It's one ball and two strikes. It's amazing the number of people that are already here when they had so little opportunity to realize that a doubleheader would start at 1 o'clock. This had originally, of course, been scheduled as a 2 o'clock single game. A swing and a milk. He struck him out. Al Jackson fans at all four Phillips. The game was called last night, the second game of the doubleheader at the end of 18 innings with no score. The Saturday night, 12.50 a.m. curfew ruling forced the umpires to stop play at the end of 18 and not a run had scored. Alex Johnson is the batter and the pitch on the way is hit high in the air, a foul ball down the right field line and will be out of crowd. Interestingly enough, as the umpires were pointing out in regards to this particular suspended game rule, had the game been caught by the curfew rule before nine complete innings, it is a suspended game, and you merely start from the point where you had stopped. But when it goes beyond nine innings, then you play the entire game over. A high pop fly into short right field. Ron Hunt is backpedaling into short right, and he makes the catch two down. That's the only way that the second game could be caught in less than nine innings by a curfew limit such as that would be for the first game to go about 25 innings. But a Mets specialty in their saga to play long games in the second game of a doubleheader. Two outs and nobody on. The hitter is Richie Allen. into his windup. Now his pitch low and outside is ball one. Little Al is one of a number of the members of the New York Mets who stay in the New York area the year round. 
Jackson was the Mets pitcher on opening day, and he's pitching here on the last day of the year. And the fastball is over for a strike, one ball and one strike. Jack Fisher followed Al Jackson as the Mets open the season, and Jack will be closing out the season by pitching the second game here today. to Richie Allen. A ground ball hit right up the middle for a base hit. So the hard-hitting Philly third baseman is on with a ground single to center. First baseman Dick Stewart has 28 home runs and 94 runs batted in. A batting average of 233. Mets in the infield swing far around toward left with the outfield fans around to left. Jackson kicks the leg, delivers, and the sinker is in. Knee high for a strike. Defensively, the Mets have Eddie Crane fool at first, Ron Hunt at second, Bud Harrelson playing short, and Kevin Collins is at third. Ron Swoboda in left field, Jim Hickman in center, Johnny Lewis around at right. Johnny Stevenson behind the plate and Al Jackson on the mound. On the coaching lines for Philadelphia, Peanuts Lowry is the first base coach. And George Foghorn Myatt is on the lines at third. It's inside of the knees for Dick Stewart. One ball, one strike. Well, the year has been a lot of fun. The Mets have had some amazing crowds, some exciting and interesting ball games. And let's start the afternoon with a total attendance of 1,749,881. Strike on the inside corner to Dick Stewart. One ball and two strikes. Nature has painted a beautiful backdrop for this, the final day of the campaign. Just a hint of fall in the air and enough of summer to make it blend well. Pitching one and two. A swing and a foul tip. He stays alive and the count remains. One ball, two strikes. Throughout the afternoon in the course of our broadcasting of the final doubleheader and final action for the Mets, We'll be passing along all the other baseball and football scores as they come in. Now Jackson in the set position, the 1-2 delivery, a line shot into right field, a base hit. Played on the first half by Lewis. Lewis fires the ball all the way in. He overthrew third. Jackson back to play up. Allen had turned second and stopped. One of the few throws we've seen Johnny Lewis make all year that was way off target. No damage done because Allen, out of respect for that throwing arm of Johnny Lewis, had stopped at second base. Phillies now with runners on first and second, two men down, and their hitter is Cookie Rojas. Rojas batting at 302. the kind of ball player any manager would love to have. He gives your ball club a great deal of versatility. 
In comes the pitch. Under the knees, one ball and no strikes. Regardless of where you play Rojas in the field, he is, if not an exceptional fielder, certainly better than average. He has good speed, a strong throwing arm. He's been used in the infield and in the outfield positions. Slow grounder down the third baseline. It is a foul ball. Stabbed near the bag by 19-year-old Kevin Collins. with a young infield once again with 20-year-old Ed Crane Bull at first, Ron Hunt 24 at second, 21-year-old Bud Harrelson at short, and 19-year-old Kevin Collins at third. Johnny Stevenson behind the plate is 24. Ground ball hits the second base. Ron Hunt in front of it. Comes up with a hop and throws to Crane Bull with bad is out. No runs, two hits, no errors, two left off. coming to bat. Now you're going to hear a lullaby, but remember to stay awake for what comes after. He doesn't go after 
bad pitches. He leads the ball club in a very important department, the on-base percentage. High foul ball hit back over the screen, and this will be out of play. Johnny Lewis with 58 walks. Johnny has scored 64 runs this year. Inside and low, and the count is three and two on Johnny Lewis, the leadoff batter in the opening frame. Pitching three and two. Foul ball hit out of play over into the crowd on the left side. Baseball going now on this, the final day of the year with the unexpected doubleheader. So we hope you're planning to join us. Pitching for Hindu. A ground ball hit hard, but right at Rojas, or Tony Taylor, I should say, on the third of first in time. Rojas played second in the doubleheader last night. He's playing right field in this ball game, and Tony Taylor is back in the lineup at second. For the Mets pitching a left-hander, Gene Mock not playing Johnny Callison in the first game. Low, it's three and two. 
for the payoff delivery. Foul ball hit in behind Yogi Berra. And the payoff is to Cranesville, and again it is fouled right straight back into the screen. Funny thing, they messed up. They were all through with double headers ten days ago. They've now played three in the last eight days of the season. Had a game rained out in Philadelphia last weekend. They had to make that up with a double header. A swing and a miss. He struck him out. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. At the end of one inning, the Philadelphia Phillies nothing and the New York Mets nothing. Well, it certainly has been a lot of fun following the Mets from that first spring game back in early March in St. Petersburg to today's final action at Chase Stadium. All of us certainly deeply appreciate the interest that you have shown your following of the New York Mets in our broadcast of the game. St. Paul and Los Angeles. Baseball moves indoors for the winter. A lot of activity. The ticket department will be buzzing all winter long. Season box seat holders into their applications and they are processed. The executive branch of baseball will be working, trimming the rosters, lining up the 40 men to occupy the major club roster. Will be aligned, managers named. A lot of work to be done before another baseball season starts. Tony Taylor will be leading off against Al Jackson. Little Al stayed in New York last winter. It was his first winter in New York, and he's planning to be here again this year. on the outside corner, a call strike to Tony Taylor. Taylor hitting 232. Now here's the windup, the pitch by Jackson, a fastball over for a call strike, a two-strike count on Tony Taylor. This afternoon, the New York football Jets will be playing the Denver Broncos in Denver. Next week, they have an open date. For the following week, they play their second home game of the year at Shea Stadium on October 16th against the Oakland Raiders. It is under the knees. One ball and two strikes. be a big night next Saturday night here at Shea Stadium when Army plays Notre Dame. Both Army and Notre Dame won their ball game yesterday. Grounder hit the second. Ron Hunt grabs the hop, straightens up, sidearms it over to Cranepool in time for the out. Army defeated Boston College 10 to nothing, and Notre Dame raced over Northwestern 38 to seven. So they play here at Shea Stadium next Saturday night. Later in the month of October, on October 30th, Syracuse and Pittsburgh have a game here at Shea Stadium. Wine is up against Al Jackson. Breaking ball into the knees. Strike one called. 
against Philadelphia at five wins, 11 losses. Trinker just a little outside, one ball and one strike. Pat Corrales, the Philadelphia catcher, is the on-deck batter. into his windup. Now the pitch. Ground ball hits the shortstop. But Harrelson comes up with it smoothly. Throws the first two men down. But Harrelson and Chris Canizero have a long hike to get home. They're both from the San Francisco Bay Area. As you can well imagine, the unexpected doubleheader today has really thrown a crimp into the travel plans of many of the ball players. They had booked themselves out on flights leaving around 6 or 6.30 this evening, which they now cannot make. And the pitch is over for a call strike. But as somebody else said, well, don't worry too much about it. You've got all winter to get home. But still, when you've been gone for seven months, you're mighty anxious to get home. Ball hit outside third, a two-strike count. Catcher Pat Corrales. Corrales hitting at 222. And the breaking ball is over. Strike three call. Jackson's second strikeout. The fills are out in order. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of an inning and a half, the Phillies nothing and the New York Mets nothing. If you heat your home with oil, here's something worth thinking about. Think of carefree heat. Think shell. Carefree heat.
at the plate, two balls and a strike. Hickman batting at 236 with 15 home runs and 40 runs batted in. behind home plate. Corrales turns around, but he will not have a play. It drops just over the screen. Got even two balls and two strikes. Two balls and no strikes on Ron Swoboda. 
Grossing at first and Don Hefner at third. Yogi makes his home right here in New Jersey. Don Hefner on the west coast of the Los Angeles area. On the outside corner for a strike two and one. Kevin Collins kneeling in the on-deck circle. The 2-1 pitch. Ground ball hit toward the hole. Backhanded by Wyatt. Here's the long throw. Out at first on a close play. Again, Bobby Wyatt, who's a magician with a glove, takes the base hit away. As he throws out, Ron Swoboda. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of two innings, it's the Phillies nothing and the New York Mets nothing. In New York City, where there are more different kinds of people than anywhere in the world, more people drink Rangoon Extra Dry than any other beer. Well, this time of the year, we always like to acknowledge the many people who work so diligently all season long behind the scenes to make things more pleasant for the Mets fans who come to Shea Stadium for baseball. Those of you who have been to Shea Stadium and who have had dinner at the Diamond Club restaurant or been around the area, Enjoyed the pleasant hospitality extended by Duke Dusenberry and all of those who work in the area. Like Olga Kalovich, Pat Vitell, Pat White, Colonel Bernston, Barbara Shackman, Pat Hanasek, Pat Hill, Alan Moranti, Eileen Devine, Connie Margalotti, Pat Millet, Judy Marshall, Penny McClellan, and Marilyn Scott. It's inning number three in the first game of the doubleheader and all dressed up with his hair slicked down. Natalie attired, affable and able, Mr. Ralph Kiner. Well, thank you, Bob Murphy, and hi there, everyone. No score in this ball game. The Mets have taken up with the Phillies right where they left off last night when they went 18 scoreless innings. And the first pitch to Ray Cope by Al Jackson is a change curve for strike one. One short of tying the record for a scoreless ball game. The record set back in 1946 of 19 scoreless innings between two clubs. Cup looks at the fastball inside, has to move away, and it's one ball and one strike. Ray batting 078 with two runs batted in on five hits. He's been to bat 64 times this year. And Al Jackson with his 1 1 delivery. It's swung on and missed, strike two.
later on got a legitimate base hit with no help and did hit 300 that year. Dekulpa swung on a missed strike three, and Al Jackson gets his third strikeout. Al had a strikeout record broken this year. He held the record for most strikeouts by a Met pitcher when he struck out 11 batters earlier this season, but it was erased by Dick Selma. Dick struck out 13 in a 10-inning ball game, got 12 in a regular 9-inning game in that same game. Batter will be the leadoff batter, Adolfo Phillips. Adolfo struck out his first time up. He's batting 238. First pitch is ball one. Tony Tanner looks to go right through his leg. And 
by Tony Taylor. The ball was hit slowly down the second base. It took a rather, rather irregular hop at the last second. Went right through the legs of Taylor. And it rolled about 40 feet behind him. And by the time he got out to pick it up and throw it to the shortstop at second base, Collins slid in safely. So the Mets have their first base runner. And the batter will now be Bud Harrelson. Bud batting 118 with no home runs and no runs batted in. No one out in the bottom half of the third. First pitch is in for Paul Strike. One strike count is Bud Harrelson checks with Don Hefner, the third base coach. Batters Al Jackson. And now the pitch. Down low and it's ball one. One ball and one strike. On the scoreboard in right center field. The American League leaders, and they will end up this way. With a possible exception of home runs, and that would be rather unusual. Throw down the second base in the center field. Second doesn't have time to get up and go over to third. The ball was thrown well, but high down to the shortstop covering at second base and went out in the center field where it was picked up by Adolfo Phillips in a hurry. If the throw had been online and down near the bag, it would have been a close play because Collins was quite a way off when the throw went on in. Two balls and one strike. The batting champion in the American League, Tony Oliva. Average at 3.21 today. Foul ball front to the right side. The count now moves up to 2-2. Two two. Second place, Carl Yastrzemski batting 3.09. In home runs, Tony Canigliero with 32. Storm Cash with 30. And that might be in contention. Cash would have to have one of those days. In RBIs, Rocky Colavito with 108 to lead the league. Willie Horton, 104. 2-2 pitch is hit down the second base. Tony Taylor comes up with this one. Throws the first base as he watches Kevin Collins, who he let on with a two-base error, go over to third. One out, and the batter will be Al Jackson. Now, 15 leaders in the American League. Jim Cash Graham with a 21 and 7 record. Al Stadamar with a 20 and 9 record. The only two 20-game winners in the American League. as the batting champion. First pitch to Jackson is taken high and away, and it's ball one. Willie Mays will lead the leg in home runs. He has 51 at this point. Cometti batting 328, incidentally, with Hank Aaron in second place at 318. Darren Johnson with 130 runs batted in will lead the RBI department. Sandy Koufax will lead the pitchers with a 26-8 and eight record. Next pitch is way outside. It's ball two. Two balls and no strikes. With one out in the bottom half of the third, no score. Now a swing in the miss, the guy goes to two and one.
take and roll, ball three. Three balls and one strike.
the easiest play in baseball to pull off and the hardest play to defense against. The ball was in foul territory. Alex Johnson, the left fielder, had to go a long way to get to it. He was moving. The runners were tagged up. And if Johnson had caught the ball, Al Jackson would have gone down to second base. And, of course, if the throw had gone there, the runner at third base would have scored. Now again, a 2-2, a base hit through the middle.
inside. It's ball two. Two balls and one strike. The other day, Dick was batting with runners at first and third, and the pitch to him was inside. He jumped back out of the way and then stood there as the ball nicked him. He did not want to go to first base. He wanted a chance to hit with the runners on first and third for the runs batted in. The umpire made him go. 2-1 pitch is popped up. Second baseman Ron Hunt on the dirt part of the infield is under the ball, and he makes the catch. the batter will be Cookie Rojas. Cookie grounded out to Hunt his first time up. He's batting 301 for the year with three home runs, 42 runs batted in. Mets in front, one to nothing. And the first pitch to Rojas, a curveball breaking in and over at strike one. The Cubs nothing, Pittsburgh nothing, Bill Ball against Tommy Sith. Pittsburgh Pirates have an important game there. Ground ball down to third base, knocked down by Kevin Collins. He is up with it, goes over to first base. For the throw to retire the side. One, two, three for Al Jackson once again. And the score at the end of three and a half innings. The Mets won, the Phillies nothing. Bill Fall against Tommy Sitz. All 
also on the schedule. St. Louis and Houston, Milwaukee, Los Angeles, Cincinnati and San Francisco. Next pitch is low and it's ball two. Two balls and one strike. So all the other positions in the National League are settled with the exception of third and fourth place. Dodgers first, the Giants second, Milwaukee fifth, Philadelphia sixth, St. Louis seventh, Chicago eighth, Houston ninth, and Mets tenth. Next pitch is ball three, and it's three and one on Jim In the American League, two positions up for grabs. Second place between Chicago and Baltimore, and seventh place between the Yankees and the Angels. Next pitch is in. And it's now a 3-2 count on Hickman. The Yankees and Angels are battling for sixth and seventh place. The Yankees lose, and the Angels win. Yankees will be tied for sixth place with the Angels. At this moment, they are in sixth. A foul ball down the left field line. And the count stays at three and two. Angels are in seventh position. Chicago is in second place in the American League race. One game ahead of the Baltimore Orioles. Next pitch is hit down the shortstop. A one-hand pickup by Bobby Wine. It's throw the first bases in time for the out. The ball was hit fairly hard, and Wine didn't have time to move in front of it. He had to reach down and take it on his left side. Now with two men out, Johnny Stevenson will be the batter. At the end of one, Boston won the Yankees nothing. Whitey Ford pitching for New York against Earl Wilson. At the end of one and a half, Detroit nothing, Washington nothing. Parma against Coleman. The end of one, Baltimore nothing, Cleveland nothing, Barber against McDowell. Kansas City is at Chicago, and the Angels are at Minnesota. First pitch to Stevenson is low, and it's ball one. Down a left-hand batter, hitting 218. The Mets are leading 1-0. And the next pitch, a fastball, it's outside. A check in the swing in time, it's ball two.
players will be trying to get out tonight, but because of the doubleheader may not be able to, the balance will be leaving tomorrow. And a number of the players, of course, will stay in the New York area all winter long. Larry Bernard lives at Huntington Station. Eddie Cranepool makes his home here in New York, in the New York area. Yogi Berra over in New Jersey. Al Jackson will be living on Long Island. Dennis Ryben is going to stay here this winter. Dennis will be living out in Huntington. So the Mets will have a number of their players staying here through the winter. Jack Fisher is going to stay and work for a trucking firm during the offseason. Tony Taylor is up as we go to the fifth inning. Al Jackson's pitch on the way. A ground ball hit through the hole. A base hit to left by Tony Taylor. Swoboda whips the ball back in, and Tony Taylor has Philadelphia's third hit of the game.
fifth inning with New York in front, one nothing. Jackson into his windup. And the pitch to Corrales bounds away from Johnny Stevenson, and Taylor comes down the line to score. That ties it up. Tony Taylor comes in on a fastball charge to Johnny Stevenson. manufactures that run in a unique way. They get it on a single. They played hit and run, and Tony Taylor went from first to third on a slow bouncer down toward third, and now he comes in on a pass ball. Ground ball tapped down the third baseline. Collins has a tough play to make, and he can't make it. The rally is on with an infield hit. Pat Corrales took the big swing and just popped the ball down the third baseline, so he legs it out for an infield hit. Fans remember, Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the filter for the chase that's right. comes up with a runner on first base and one out. Jackson eyes the runner, delivers Culpas around the bun. He doesn't offer at it. One ball and no strikes. Bounced a third strike. The play is to second. Out at second base. 
Hoffman had to take the low throw out of the dirt, which he did. And the lead runner, Pat Corrales, is fourth. Now there are two away, and Kulp is the runner at first base. Top of the batting order for Adolfo Phillips.
Ralph Lobota cocks the bat, and he pops the curveball high into the air on the right side of the infield. On the rim of the outfield grass, Tony Taylor snags it for the out. One out and nobody on. Coming on to hit now will be Kevin Collins. Hustle on the baselines helped build a run for the New York Mets in the third inning. He hit a ground ball that went through the legs of Tony Taylor and by real hustle. Kevin put himself in scoring position at second. He later came in to score. Foul ball hit back toward the visiting dugout. Strike one. Kevin from Springfield, Massachusetts. A first-year player, 19 years old.
throws the curve, but it's outside. One ball, one strike. can remember their final Saturday and Sunday this year without any difficulty because it has been a Saturday and Sunday that has seen them play a lot of baseball. It's down to the dirt, handled by Pat Corrales, two balls and a strike. They'll be playing at least 45 innings. A swing and a miss, and the count is two and two. They played 27 innings last night, and they'll be playing at least 18 this afternoon. And if they play no more than 18, that's all right with me. Two-two delivery. A swing and a miss, he struck you out. Jackson fanned by Culp for the fourth strikeout to retire the side. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left. Now five innings complete in the first game of today's doubleheader. Philadelphia, one run, four hits, and one error. The New York Mets, one run, two hits, and no errors. Well, the sizzling Pittsburgh Pirates, who wrote quite a story in the National League this year, got a run in the fifth inning to tie Chicago one-to-one. Pitching against Tommy Fisk and the Pirates into this final day, deadlocked for third place. 17 games over 500 in the one loss column. At one time this year, they were 15 games under 500. St. Louis will be at Houston, Milwaukee at Los Angeles, and Cincinnati at San Francisco. This will be the first time all year long that the Dodgers can take the field and be completely loose and relaxed not worried about a single thing. In the American League, the Yankees lead the Red Sox 4-2 after 2.5 with Whitey Ford on the mound. Arnold Early has relieved Earl Wilson. Washington 2, Detroit nothing after 2. Joe Coleman Jr. pitching for Washington. Joe's Farmer for the Tigers. The Birds and the Indians nothing across after 2.5. Steve Farber and Sam McDowell pitching. Kansas City at Chicago, it'll be Catfish Hunter against Joel Horland, and the Angels wind things up against the host team of the American League in the World Series, the Minnesota Twins. We will... Alex Johnson is up as we go to the sixth inning. And the ball is foul, back toward the press level, out of play.
off the line drive. Out goes Hunt. He gets his glove on it, doesn't hold it. And Johnson is on at first base. It'll be an error charged to Ron Hunt. Ron turned the wrong way. He was fooled. Ball had a lot of spin on it. It was that kind of funny. He turned the wrong way, but he ratted himself in time. He got his glove up and had his glove on the ball, but didn't hold it. So it's an error charged to Ron Hunt. Allen has singled to center and popped up to second. One hit and two times at bat. Allen batting 3-0-2. Fastball a strike on the outside corner. Richie Allen has struck out almost 150 times and still is hitting over 300. A pitch out, nothing was on. One ball, one strike. Been a rather disappointing year for the Phillies, but mainly they feel they need to recapture their spirit of a year ago to be right back in contention. They feel that, basically speaking, the personnel they have. Jackson and Alex Johnson hurries back. Phillies one run, four hits and one error. New York one run, two hits and one error. Throw to first, not in time. And another throw to first by Jackson been playing a running game in the series, and Jackson's trying to keep them very close. The 1-1 delivery. Fastball inside, 2-1. At the end of the first quarter in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles nothing and the Cleveland Browns nothing. Giants 7, the Pittsburgh Steelers nothing. 2-1 delivery. A fly ball hits deep to right. Johnny Lewis has a play on it. Backs up and makes the grab. Johnson tags up, draws a throw, and wisely holds up. Because the throw from Johnny Lewis was right on the money. He threw it right into the bag at second. One out and one on. Dick Stewart will be hitting for Philadelphia. Stewart has singled to right. And popped out to second. One for two. Johnny Stevenson to pick up his sign. Let's have the infield looking for two toward the middle against Dick Stewart. Under the knees, one ball, no strikes. Eddie Crane blew a hole 
Jeff Johnson, a very fast runner on first base. And the pitch is inside at the letters. Two balls and no strikes on Nick Stewart. Two balls and no strikes. The game is tied 1-1, and we're in the sixth inning. Lobbed over to first. Jackson has a good reason for watching Johnson so close. Johnson, one of the fastest of the Phillies. Fly ball hits the right field. Back goes Johnny Lewis. Near the edge of the warning track, he grabs it for the out. Johnson playing it halfway, goes back to first. Cookie Rojas. Rojas, right hand batter. Now the pitcher on the way. A line drive, a base hit down the right field line. Johnson is flying around second on his way to third. Plays the ball back into second. And the Phillies have runners on first and third. Rojas, a right-hand batter, drilled one just beyond the reach of Cranepool and right down the right field line. So now the Phillies have runners at the corners. There are two away, and coming on to hit is Tony Taylor. Tony Taylor has grounded out to second and single to left, one for two. the 
Bullock, the line drive hit by Johnny Lewis into right field for a base hit. Ray Culp started Johnny off with a curveball, and he ripped right into it. Right here, we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. WGY Schenectady. Tonight at approximately 7.30, hear the inaugural address of Dr. Harold C. Martin, 14th president of Union College Schenectady on WGY 810 your radio dial Schenectady. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kiner from Jay Stadium. Bottom half of the sixth inning of the opening game and the score is tied 1-1. Beautiful throw by Pat Corrales. It was right on top of the bag. 
Walt with a two-strike count on Ed Cranepool. Here's the pitch. Curve a little bit low. One ball, two strikes. Well, the pitchers have really taken over. Second game last night, nothing to nothing for 18 innings. Game is one to one. We're in the last of the sixth inning. The one-two pitch. Inside and low. It's two and two. Line drive in the air to right. Rojas in front of it. Picks it off of the side is out. Right on the nose, but directly to Rojas, the right fielder. In the sixth inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, none left. Sixth innings complete, it's the Phillies one and the New York Mets one. Lindsey Dawson will be with you to describe the action in just a moment, but first, Lindsey has another unusual fact from the Viceroy Hall of Records. All right, Bob, what would you think of a team that had eight hitters all batting over 313? Sure shot for the Pentagon. Corrales. 
He has been called out on strike and had a base hit. The score is tied here. The Bills won and the Mets won. First game of a Sunday doubleheader. Last night, they played 18 scoreless innings to no decision in the second game of the doubleheader. Breaking ball, that is high. Finishing strong as far as quantity is concerned. Finishing with back-to-back doubleheaders. Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. Here's a 1-0 pitch. And it's high for a ball. 2-0. Waiting in the on-deck circle is Ray Culp. Now Al Jackson with the 2-0 delivery. It's in there for a call strike, and it's two and one. On the last day of the season last year, these Philadelphia Phillies were playing a big, big game with the Cincinnati Reds in Cincinnati. Here's a two-one pitch, and it's high for a ball, three and one. Going to the last day of the season last year, the Phillies still had a chance to get into a three-way tie for the pennant. Turn out that way. The St. Louis Cardinals won it on the final day of the season, coming from behind to defeat the New York Mets. 3-1 pitch. Swung out and missed. It's 3-2. and Going into the final day of the season, the Mets were in St. Louis. They had already taken two of three from the Cardinals. And if they had made it a sweep, been a three-way tie in the National League. Here's a ground ball to short, taken by Harrelson, up with it, plays on to Greenville, and there's two men out. Ray Cump is coming up. He has struck out and punted into a fourth play. Today, Hickman has fouled out to third, and he has gotten it out to short. 
first time up in the second inning, he ripped a 3-2 pitch down the left field corner, but a foul ball. Here's the pitch low, and it's 1-0 to Hickman. Ray Cump on the mound for the Phils, and the Mets have never been able to beat Cump. He has a lifetime record of seven wins and no losses. delivery and it's blowing away for a ball. Two balls and no strike. Now to Jim Hickman. Johnny Stevenson waiting in the odd deck circle. 2-0 pitch. Fastball low and it's three balls and no strike. On this, the final day of the season, there
ground ball to short. Taken in the hole by Bobby Wine. He had perfect position. He threw it to Stewart. The side is out. Runs no hits, no errors, none left. The score at the end of seven full innings is the Phillies one and the Mets one. And now we'll check out scores of other games. You know, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Cincinnati Reds are tied for third place, so their games of the day are of considerable importance. At Pittsburgh, going to the top half of the eighth, the Pirates lead the Chicago Cubs 2-1. to one. Bill Ball against Tommy Sisk. Roberto Clemente homing in the seventh with nobody on to put the Pirates one run ahead. The Cincinnati Reds meet the Giants at Candlestick Park in San Francisco in a later start. Milwaukee Braves meet the National League champion Los Angeles Dodgers at Dodger Stadium in the latest start. And the St. Louis Cardinals are at the Astrodome in Houston, Texas, with Bob Gibson going against Samara for the Houston Astros. In the American League, going to the fifth inning, it is the New York Yankees, six for Boston Red Sox, four. Whitey Ford going for the Yankees. Earl Wilson started for Boston early in the fifth. Carl Yastrzemski homing in the third inning with one man on for Boston. Going to the fifth, it is Washington three and Detroit two. Farmer against Coleman, Joe Coleman Jr. At the end of four innings, the Baltimore Orioles nothing and the Cleveland Indians nothing. Steve Barber against Sam McDowell. Kansas City at Chicago, the warm-ups Hunter against Harlan and the California Angels go against the Minnesota Twins in a later start. The Twins, of course, have already clinched the American League Senate and the World Series will be opening up at the Minnesota Ballpark in Bloomington on Wednesday afternoon as it's the Twins and the Dodgers. Right here, going to the eighth inning now, and Adolfo Phillips, leadoff man, is up. He takes the breaking ball low for ball one. The end of the first half in the National Football League. The Giants 14, the Pittsburgh Steelers 3.
a step or so on the outfield grass when he's left it with a one-hand step. Here is Richie Allen, one for three. Bottom half of the 
eighth inning, it's Kevin Collins up for the Mets. Bunch the ball down to a third, and it's taken by Cobb. He throws out, not in time. It's a base hit. Kevin Collins just got the end of the bat on that ball. It was a pitch outside, and he butted it off to the third base side, and Way Cobb and Richie Allen were both there, and Cobb decided to play it, not in time. So Kevin Collins is on base for the third consecutive time. Picking up his second hit of the day. He was on error by Tony Taylor in the third. Now the Mets have the potential go-ahead run. At first, with Bud Harrelson up here. He has got it out and struck out. And he's looking back into the dugout at this moment. Get Collins in for second with a go-ahead run. Inside, and it's in the 
Dirt Collins is on his way to third to throw, and he's out at third base. Corrales recovered the ball and fired down to Richie Allen in time to get Kevin Collins. So he goes out at third, 2 5 if you're scoring. No runs, one hit, no errors, not left. Towards the end of eight full innings is the Phillies one and the Mets one.
at first. Kevin Gallas ready to charge at third. Here's the pitch to Tony Taylor. He was in running position, but it's outside. The ball is still the first shot inside. Back safely. Tony Taylor rammed the hand down the bat, ready to punt, but the pitch was out of the strike zone. So it's ball one. One run on eight hits. 
Mets, uh, the Mets have one run on four hits.
second and Pat Corrales in first. Jackson wheels, drops the throw to second, nobody's covering. So back safely is Bobby Wine. Houston in the Astrodome. 
the warm-up. Bob Gibson against Cabela. Milwaukee Braves are at Los Angeles against the National League champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. Here the latest start. Over the American League, going to the sixth inning. It is the Yankees six, the Boston Red Sox four. Whitey Ford against Earl Wilson. We leave by early in the fifth. Carl Yastrzemski home into the third with one man on. Going to the top of the seventh, it is the Washington Senators three and the Detroit Tigers two. Farmer, Joe Slammer started for Detroit. We leave them in the sixth, and Joe Coleman Jr. is going for Washington. The end of six innings, the Cleveland Indians won, the Baltimore Orioles nothing, Steve Barber against Sam McDowell. The Chicago White Sox and Baltimore still are contesting second place in the American League standing. And at the end of an inning and a half, it is Kansas City two and the White Sox one. Hunter against Harlan. Ryan Homer in the second with one man on for Kansas City to put them ahead. The California Angels meet the Minnesota Twins, the American League champion twins, in a latest start. Right now, we have a pitch hitter coming up. It's Wes Covington coming up to bat for Adolfo Phillips. First base open. He's being intentionally walked. So Covington will go an intentional pass. When the Mets went to the right-hand pitcher, manager Gene Moss went to his left-hand batter, and manager Wes Western decided to walk him with first base open to load the bases with one man out. Johnny Callison has come out now on deck to bat for Alex Johnson, who is scheduled up next. Phillies are leading by a score of 3-1. to one. There is the intentional walk accomplished as Covington goes down to first. And John Callison has got a bat for Alex Johnson. Pretty good man to be able to bring off your bench. Briggs is going to run for Covington at first base. All right. It is Pat Corrales at third, Ray Kopp at second, Johnny Briggs at first, and manager West Westrom is going to call Tom Dunn, go to his bullpen for a left-hand pitcher. So, as Callison is not, this was a brief pitcher for some of them. All he did is come in and walk Covington intentionally, and he will be leaving. Fisher, scheduled to go for the New York Mets. 
Firing in the warm-up tosses. Third Mets pitcher of the afternoon. Your narrow legs. 
who drinks to forget the fire that burns his heart because Molly Water doesn't love him. not on fire like poor Yonelule. You can work up a passionate Romanian thirst with spicy salamale, and then you'll very likely call for a Rheingold. It's a fact that in New York City, where there are more Romanians than in Bailesh, more people drink Rheingold Extra Dry than any other beer. How come? Maybe you can find out at your local TV set. But we must be doing something right. Good night, everyone. Ralph Kiner, along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from Shea Stadium. It's the bottom half of the ninth inning. The Mets need two to tie it up. Phillies lead by a score of three to one. Mets will have Johnny Lewis as their leadoff batter against Ray Gulf. Johnny has two hits and three times up in the game. For the Philadelphia Phillies, quite a few changes in their defensive alignment. Ruben Amaro has gone into play first base. Cookie Rojas, who is in right field, has moved to left field. Johnny Callison, who was a pitch hitter, stays in at right field. And Johnny Briggs, who was a pitch runner, stays in at center field. And the first pitch is low, and it's ball one. Going down to the ball game, Alex Johnson, the left fielder. And Adolfo Phillips, the center fielder. And Dick Stewart, the first baseman. Next pitch back is a curveball that's flowing inside, ball two. Two balls and no strikes. Mets will have Johnny Lewis, Ron Hunt, and Ed Cravenhall against Ray Culp, who has given up only two hits in the ball game since the third inning. And the next pitch back to the plate is in for a strike. Two balls and one strike. And now the next delivery is strike two, and it's two balls and two strikes. Ray Culp coming right arm back to pick up two in a row. Struck out five batters, walked one. And his next delivery is a curveball. Low and inside, it's ball three. So Johnny Lewis with a count of three balls and two strikes. John with his two for four in the game, two for three in the game, batting at 247. And the payoff pitch. Fastball hit hard down towards second base. A backhand play by Tony Taylor. The throw to first base is in time. Taylor going over towards second base on a hard smash. Came up with, with a backhand catch. And then had a throw over to first base in time for the out. Johnny Lewis hitting the ball well all four times up. is now two for four. And the Phillies have one out in the bottom half of the ninth inning. And the Mets still leaving two to tie. will have Ron Hunt the batter. Ron is 0 for 3 on that hard smash that he got end the inning in the top of the ninth. He stopped the ball with his bare hand. He takes inside it's ball one and now Ron asks the umpire to take a look at the ball. Home plate umpire is John Kibler. He does look at it and throws it out of play. Pitch back to Hump with a new ball as in for call strike. One ball and one strike. Trying to go all the way for the Philadelphia Phillies to pick up his 14th win. He tries a curve and gets it in. Now one and two on Ron Hunt. 
Brown batting 241. Mets had the early lead with a 1-0 lead in the third. Curveball back is swung on a miss, strike three. Well, Ray Cobb gets his sixth strike out of the ball game, his second out here in the bottom half of the ninth, and it will be up to Ed Greenbowl to keep it going. A ground ball to second and a line drive to right for three bats in the game. Batting at 254. The first pitch is taken in for a call strike. No way Culp out in front as he picks up a quick strike and hit Green Pool. And the pitch back is outside. It's one ball and one strike. And the next pitch is outside. It's ball two. Two and one on that crane ball. The on-deck batter for the Mets is Jim Hickman. So if crane ball could get on, it would bring up a good, strong hitter for a chance to tie it up with a home run. 2-1 pitches, bounce down at second base. The two-hopper taken by Tony Tinder. The throw to first base retires the side. And that is the ball game. A 1-2-3 inning for Ray Culp. And the final score of the game, the Bills 3, the Mets 1. Well, the New York Mets had the early lead in the ball game as they scored a run in the bottom half of the third inning. Kevin Collins got on as a result of a two-base error by the second baseman, Tony Taylor. Kevin moved over to the third base when Bud Harrelson grounded out to second base. After that, Al Jackson walked in the 3-2 pitch, putting runners at first and third. Johnny Lewis then singled in the center field to score the first run of the ball game. After that, the Philadelphia Phillies had it up in the top of the fifth inning when Tony Taylor led off with a base hit. Went all the way to third base on a hit and run ground at the third. And then Florence went back to Rallis. Got a single to the third baseman. Only tying up the ball game in the fifth inning, one to one. They went on to win it in the top of the ninth inning by throwing two runs off Al Jackson, the losing pitcher. In the ninth inning, the first man up, Cookie Rojas, singled into left field. He was forced to second base by Tony Taylor. But then Bobby Wine doubled into left center field. And that put the Phillies in front by a score of 2-1 to one as Cookie Rojas scored. Pacquarellas was walked intensively to put runners at first and second. But then Ray Cole blooped the double down the right field line to drive in the final run of the ball game. Winning pitcher in the game was Ray Culp. His record now 14 and 10. The losing pitcher was Al Jackson. He is now 8 and 20, and he has become the second 20-game loser for the Mets. Fine score of the ball game. The throw three runs, ten hits. They made one error, and the Mets had one run on four hits, and they made one error. Second game of this doubleheader, we'll see Grant Jackson pitching for the Philadelphia Phillies. He has one one and lost one. Jack Fisher will be working on the mound for the Mets. His record, 8-23. That ball game will start in approximately 20 minutes. Right now, the final score, the first game, the Phillies 3, the Mets 1. This game was brought to you by Ryan City.